Hey guys, it's Melissa here from MelissaOatman.com. Welcome to Awaken Your Inner Awesomeness, a daily podcast devoted to spirituality and self-help. I want to welcome you in today. So today I wanted to talk to you about not being afraid to be who you truly were meant to be. Oftentimes, we are so people-pleasing that we worry about what others will think of us and we let it stop us from being who we truly want to be. I had a situation happen um, recently, and this is really why I wanted to talk about this whole conversation. So recently, my daughter went to Pride Fest in St. Louis, and she had an awesome time. She went to support one of her um, other family members. And when she came back, she was talking to me about how great it was because there, everybody was so nice, and everyone was loving, and everyone was accepting, and there were even moms who were walking around giving out free hugs to people who you know, lived with a mom who maybe wasn't supportive of them. And first of all, I was so proud of my daughter for seeing how great it was that people are accepted and that she understood that people are accepted. You know, I've always told my children that they can tell me anything and there's nothing that they can do or tell me that's going to make me not love them. Like that's just never going to happen. So I know that there are a lot of parents out there who don't feel that way. There are parents out there who want their children to be exactly the way they expect them to be, and they're not going to accept them if they are different. So yes, in this particular case, I'm talking about maybe people who identify as being a different gender, or people who are gay, or people who are bi, or whatever, but it doesn't just limit you to that. It's This is anyone who feels like they don't live up to their parents' expectations. Anyone who feels like they have to do things a certain way because other people will expect it. This is for anyone feeling like you're living a lie in whatever you're doing because you're trying to please the people in your family. And this can be so many different scenarios. There are people who don't talk about spirituality with their family. They don't talk about the fact that, you know, maybe they're seeing their spirit guides or they're, you know, they're hearing things or, you know, seeing things because they're opening up to their psychic abilities because they are afraid that people will either make fun of them or reject them or disown them, you know, whatever. And I know when I first started on this journey about a year ago, I was afraid of what people might say to me or what people might think. In fact, the very first time I posted on Facebook and I posted that I had my Reiki with Melissa page, I was really nervous and I was scared. And I remember thinking like not many people really liked it. So at first I was very self-conscious about that. It was like, oh, nobody's liking this. Like nobody's going to like my page. And I truly was scared that nobody would. And so eventually a few family members would start to like it. Um, And then more and more, I have more people that I don't know that are not family members that I, you know, just have from my podcast following or that I've worked with who've contacted me and we've worked together who follow my page than people I actually know. And at first for me, that was a really difficult thing because I, I felt like, 
of anybody, my family should be supporting me, right? And they should be sharing my stuff and wanting to help me out. But the truth is, even though to my face they support me and they say we're proud of you and we love you, they don't share my stuff really and they don't tell people, hey, you should go get Reiki with my sister, with you know, with my daughter, or with my whatever. And I had to really reconcile with myself that I was okay with that. And I am okay with that. Because what I understand is I'm living my life for me and I can't live their lives. So if they're ashamed of what I do or, and I don't think it's that they're ashamed. I just think that there's so many people out there who maybe aren't into spirituality, who don't know what Reiki is. And there's so many misconceptions of people who are, have psychic abilities that I think people are afraid of how they will be judged if they say, you know, oh, I have these abilities. And people say that to me. Like, they, whenever people ask me, like, my friends or family, like, what do you mean? How can you do this? What is this? What do you do? And it's a little hard to explain what I do, honestly. I just, honestly, the best way is just to show people what I do. So I tap into their energy, right? I just, and if, if I'm going to tap into someone's energy, for me, it is a, I have to set the intention that I'm doing that because I don't just go around picking up everyone's energy. Like that would be awful. And I have set a boundary with myself that I don't pick up on your energy if we're just out in the street. You know, you see these mediums who go up to people and say, hey, do you have a dead father? Well, that's not me. And I don't do that. And I don't step into someone's personal life and and intervene and tell them what they need to do like and I'm never going to do that but for me it is okay I have the intent that I am going to sit down with you and I'm going to tap into your energy and I'm going to tell you what I get and that's what I do and for me because I do healing work a lot of what I get is more about how are you feeling and how what's going on in your body it's not uh you're gonna win the lottery next you know that's not what I do Um, and, and maybe if I worked more with that, that might be something that I could eventually do. I don't know. It's not where I focus my attention because for me, it's all about healing people and telling you what's going to happen to you next week. Isn't going to heal you, but telling you what I'm feeling about you, you know, that I can tell, I know that you're frustrated in your job. You don't like where you're working. You need to change your career. I can tell you that. I can tell you that you're having problems in your marriage and that you feel like your needs are not being met and that you're feeling frustrated. I can tell you how you're feeling and I can tell you what you need to do based on what's happening. And that's where the coaching comes in and the healing. But telling people what I do, when I say that to someone, when I say, well, I can tap into your energy and I can tell you how you feel, you can instantly see their face go like ghost white, like like I'm doing it to them right now. That's what people always say. Well, can you tell how I'm feeling now? And I say, no, no, I don't just know unless I intentionally want to go in and tap into your energy because I don't want to tap into your energy if I don't have to. That's heavy stuff, knowing how other people feel. And I don't go around doing that. I do that whenever I'm trying to help someone and when I'm working with someone. And then afterwards, I have to disconnect from that and I have to clear my energy so that I'm not still picking up on your energy. Because I don't want to walk around carrying around everything. That would be so heavy. But asking people, like when they say, well, what do you do? 
sometimes I have to actually show them like, well, give me a minute. Let me tap into your energy. And then I write down all the things that are coming to me. And then I tell them. And then they're usually blown away. Like, how did you know that? Because what I tell you is not something that I could go and look up about you on Facebook. You know, I can't do research about how you're feeling inside. That's just something that comes because I can tap into your energy. And until a year ago, I didn't know I could do it. Um, I knew that in the last relationship I had, I could tell when he was not feeling well or when he was like feeling off, which made me feel off in the relationship. But I didn't know I was doing it. Like I didn't know what it was. I didn't know that I was an empath and that I could tap into his energy and that I needed to stop doing that. I didn't know that. I didn't know I could turn it on and off. I didn't know. I didn't know any of that stuff. And my point in bringing all of this up is, so when my family, you know, I would say, well, I'm doing this new thing. It would be, oh, I'm really proud of you. But then I would post something and like, not really anybody want to share or like. And I get that because, you know, if the tables were turned and my family members were doing something and I was like, well, I support you, but like, I don't know. I don't know about it. Maybe I wouldn't share things either. And so I have to not worry about that. My point is, I don't worry about what my family members think anymore or what the people on Facebook think anymore. Obviously, I'm a professional and I have a job and I do worry about, you know, separating those two things, separating my teaching job from what I do on the side. That I do worry about and just make sure that I try to always be conscientious about that. But I don't worry about my family members and what they think. Because I have to live my life. And if the life that I live doesn't meet their approval, that's not my fault. That's not my problem. That's their problem. The fact that they don't like what I do is not my problem. You know, I always tell you when you ask other people for advice, it's great that people give you advice, but the ultimate thing is to listen to your own heart and your own intuition because others can give you advice, but they don't have to live your life for you. And so they're not the ones who have to live with the consequence of the advice that they've given you. So if you know something in your heart to be true, if you know, like say you're in a relationship and you know that this is not the right relationship for you, but your friends and family keep telling you to try to make it work, try to make it work. And you know that's not your truth. You have to do what's best for you. You have to speak your truth. And for some of us, that is so difficult. We were taught from a young age that we needed to respect our parents, respect our elders. We need to do what our parents told us to do. And while you're younger, yes, that's true. But there comes a point in our life where we're supposed to graduate from being under our parents' roofs to being on our own making our own decisions. But for some people, especially if you had very strong parents who have very strong personalities and gave you their opinion very freely and told you what they thought you should do, it's hard to separate that. It's hard to separate you from your family's values. But I have to tell you that oftentimes those two things don't align. And I can tell you that a lot of the values that I was raised with, you know, going to church, didn't align with what I believed. As a little girl, I can remember sitting in church and hearing them preach about certain things and thinking, that doesn't feel right. Like, why would that be the case? That doesn't seem fair. 
you know, and for me and the religion that I was raised in, when they would talk about people being gay or whatever, it would always be they're going to hell and, you know, very negative. And even as a kid, even as a kid, even as young as maybe 11 years old for me, I remember thinking, that's not right. (laughs) That's not how it works. I know that's not how it works. And what I didn't know as a little girl, and when we're younger, we are more tuned in and tapped into our intuition, to our higher selves, to our truth. So what I didn't know as a little girl was, yes, I was, I was hearing the truth. I knew in my heart and my soul that that was not true. What they were saying up there was not true. They were spreading hate, that it's okay to hate people because they're different. And that's not true. You know, our role here is not to tell any one person what they need to do with their lives. It's to live our own. It's to speak our truth and to really be who we are and stand into our, step into our personal power and stand up for who we are. And it really saddens me because I, I know, even though I try to avoid the news, like just, and I don't say avoid the news. I think you have to know what's going on in the world, but I used to be so plugged into the news and to Twitter and what was going on. I used to get so mad. I would just be so upset at what was happening. And I have to pull myself away from that sometimes. But when I go back to Twitter, when I go back to look and see what's going on and I see what's actually happening in the world, it makes me very sad because I feel like in a lot of ways we're moving backwards instead of forwards. But I also feel like it's happening for a reason. I feel like we are supposed to be helping spread the light and spread love and to show people, know that, you know, Everyone deserves to be who they are. Everyone deserves love and to live their truth. We were doing a coaching session, Heather and I. We were doing a coaching session with the people who won the group coaching session. And one of the people mentioned that something just didn't feel quite right with her job and that she just, she liked her job okay, but it wasn't like, it didn't set her soul on fire and she often thinks like there has to be more than just this. And I totally related to that because that's how I felt when I went through my spiritual transformation was I feel like that is the the thing that we feel when we start going through that. That first thing we feel is there has to be more than this. And I said, whenever you start feeling that way, that is your higher self. That is your intuition telling you, yes, you're not what you're, you're not where you're supposed to be. You're not doing what you're supposed to do. And when we're out of alignment, and most of the time we get out of alignment when we stop speaking our truth. And when we get out of that alignment, life becomes so difficult. It's a struggle. It's like, why is this such an uphill battle? Why do I feel like I constantly have to fight my way through every day? And it's because we're out of alignment. And our soul knows when we get out of alignment, when we're off our path, it's like we know it instantly because we have these triggers here set up to show us, hey, it's not this way. It's like your GPS telling you rerouting, like, hey, you need to turn around and go a different way. And it feels very much like that there has to be more than this. 
because there is, because you're not where you're supposed to be. But I truly believe that happens to us so often when we aren't speaking our truth. There's so many people who pick careers that are safe because they know they'll be secure, they know they'll make money, and while there's nothing wrong with that per se, there's nothing wrong with being comfortable, but if you're not in alignment with who you said you were going to come here to be, your soul will know that and you will feel it. It's like when I first got my degree, I got my degree in business and German and I did the business side and I wasn't using the German at all in the business side. You know, when I got my first job as a finance manager, I didn't use my German ever. And my soul knew I was out of alignment. It was like, oh, so I got this job and this, I had a very tumultuous ending to this job where I literally said I quit and walked out midday. I really did. And I don't think I've ever mentioned that because that's no, that is so out of character for me. It really is. I've never done that before in my life. I'm always the give them two weeks notice and get a good reference. That's me. And this job, I quit in the middle of the day. It wasn't the morning. It wasn't even midday. It was morning. I remember I was pregnant at the time and um, my ex-husband, I called him and I said, you need to get here. And, you know, I thought I might need backup. It was such a horrible, awful environment and toxic. And so I just said, you know what? I quit and I walked out and I've never done that since. And I never regretted it a day, not a day, because that was the wake up call for me of get an alignment. I didn't know it at the time. I was only 24 and kind of naive and dumb at the time. So I didn't know what it was, but I just knew this was not the place for me. And I had, again, what I call a tower moment where the universe just rips the rug out from under your feet going, hey girl, get out of there. That's not for you. And that's exactly what happened. And I left. And that's when I started subbing because I was pregnant at the time anyway and supposed to be on bed rest somewhat, you know, not really supposed to be working a lot. So the doctor said, you can work some, but, you know, just take it easy and you can't work every day. So subbing was perfect because, you know, I didn't work every day. And when I didn't feel good, I didn't work. And that's where I found my passion for teaching. And I don't believe that things happen by accident or by mistake. I tell people that all the time. People will say, oh, I just found you by accident. And I'll say, there are no accidents. It doesn't happen by accidents. Everything is divinely guided. And I believe that was too. But if I hadn't spoken my truth that day, I'd had enough. And I am so... I'm. Like, if you know me at all, you know I am not the kind of person who would scream at somebody like that, like what happened that day. And I wouldn't recommend quitting that way, but I don't know. Something in me that day snapped. Maybe it was the pregnancy hormones. I don't know. But I just said, you know what? I'm not taking this anymore, and you're not going to talk to me like this, and I'm out. And I left, and it was me speaking my truth and speaking up for myself. And you know what? Nobody expected that. Like they were like shocked that I did that. And I was shocked. And my ex-husband was shocked. He's like, I can't believe you just did that. But you know, he also at the same time totally backed me and was like, yeah, you needed to get out of there. That place was horrible. And you know, they were draining your energy and your time and not treating you well, not valuing you. 
And so he definitely supported me and, and my everyone supported me in that decision. You know, they were all telling me you did the right thing. And I knew in my soul I had done the right thing. And so this whole speaking up and speaking your truth is getting in alignment with who you are. You know, we know who we are. Our souls know the truth. But somehow we get into this life and we start doing things we know aren't for us, but because other people want us to do them and we get out of alignment and we're not speaking our truth. And, you know, one of the things that we're going to be working on in this course is speaking our truth. And I love that because it's really when you feel your best, when you can feel like you're in the flow of things again, when you can speak your truth. And it can be scary. I'm not going to lie. It can be scary to speak your truth. But there's such a peace that comes from not giving a crap what other people think about you. That is so freeing to just say, you know what, I am who I am and whatever happens. I used to be the type of person who would get social anxiety where I didn't want to put myself out there and talk to people because I would be afraid of what they thought. And that seems so funny now, but this even just a year ago, a little more than a year ago, that's how I would be, you know, like, oh, if I say something and I look stupid, people are going to look at me or they're going to laugh at me or I'll know what they're thinking about me. And now that seems funny to think that I would even feel that way because look, I have a podcast and I'm out there speaking and I do the lives and people jump on and we talk and you can't have anxiety over what people will think or say to you when you put yourself out there like that, you know, or you wouldn't do it. And I think that actually doing it is what has been the thing to get me over that anxiety of caring what people think. Because not everybody is going to like you. Not everyone is going to agree with you. It doesn't matter. Those are not your people. And even if they're your family members, you can have family that still are not your people. And whether you believe that or not, it's true. Because we are drawn to our our soul family, our soul tribe, the people we were meant to be around. And I truly believe that. Some people feel like they don't fit in at all in their family. And they feel like, how did I pick these people? We have nothing that we have in common, you know? And you see it all the time. You see super religious people in a family and then someone who isn't. And they'll say, that's the black sheep of the family. And I don't believe somebody's a black sheep just because they, you know, they don't fit into the mold. It's, well, I read a meme somewhere that said like the black sheep of the family are usually the ones who are most in line with their truth. And I really believe that's true because a lot of times families will put on this facade of we're this perfect family and everyone has to think that we're perfect. No, I don't know any family that's perfect. And the ones who outwardly appear to be the most perfect are usually the ones who are the most not, you know, they're the most imperfect. Because there isn't any such thing as a perfect person, family, you name it. Okay, life is messy. Life is absolutely messy. You're dealing with different people, different personality types. It gets messy. So go out there and don't be afraid to speak your truth. And don't care what people think because you know what? Nobody's perfect. Nobody's perfect. And the people who try to convey that they are and they're out there 
oh my gosh, just let those people go. They're so out of touch with the reality. I let my messy show. You hear my dog bark in the background sometimes. And even though I try to fix it and I try to go back and edit my recording when that happens, it happens because it's called life and life is messy. Sometimes my kids want to come in and ask me something. It's life. When I'm doing my live, sometimes the power goes out or sometimes something happens. It's life. And if you can't relate to that, if, if I'm not relatable to you because of the things that happen around me, then you're not my people and that's okay. Like I can handle that. But if you're watching it going, oh my gosh, that just happened to me too. You're my people. You appreciate the fact that I'm real. I'm who I am. This is who I am. And I'm not going to change it for anyone. No, and in, in my normal life at home, you know, I'm, I'm not polished. And that's who I am professionally. I show up professionally. But again, when you work from home, life happens. And I know that the people who want to have someone who's super polished and professional around them at all times are probably not going to be my people. Because I am who I am. And I'm unapologetic about it. And that's a pretty freeing feeling. It's great, actually. I love it. And I can go to sleep totally at peace with who I am. And my hope for you is that you're at a place in your life where you can be unapologetic. You don't have to be afraid of who you are. You can show up and show out as proud as you please because you're happy with who you are. And when you get to a place in your life where you are truly, truly happy being you, then you understand what it's all about. You're there because that is what it's all about. It's showing up and being you, being authentic and being true to who you are. Because when you do that, you won't stand for being in a job that you don't like. You won't stand for being in a relationship where you're treated less than what you deserve. Everything else falls into place because you're not going to allow anything but the best for you. And that's amazing. It's absolutely amazing and you deserve it. It's just getting to that point where you're able to speak your truth. Well, I wanted to pull a card for you guys today. So I pulled a card from the Crazy Sexy Love Notes deck by Chris Carr. And there is a unicorn on the front. So those of you who maybe relate to unicorns, and also it's kind of a rainbowish card on the front too, which I think has some significance there too. You know, we uh, have a whole group of kids coming in now called the Rainbow Crew who are coming in to help us get away from this. We have to be this or we have to be that and labeling people. And the message, and of course there's stars all over this too, there's magic all around you. Open up to the wonders of the universe. Notice the connections and synchronicities. Follow your feelings and believe with all your heart. We successfully manifest our dreams when our feelings are in alignment with our plans. From that sacred union, the right ideas take shape. The best relationships blossom, and the stuff that's meant to be easily falls into place. Everything is possible. Absolutely. When you finally understand that anything is possible, 
and you notice the signs that are all around you that the universe is trying to give you what you deserve, you successfully start manifesting and everything starts falling into place. I heard people recently, and I've been one of them, talk about how something just fell into my lap. It's not a coincidence. It's not by accident. The universe is lining everything up for us. We just have to be willing to trust and have faith and know that that's what's happening. Well, I want to thank you guys for being with me today. If you like this podcast, if you would subscribe to my podcast, that helps others find me. Also, leaving any feedback for me, so stars on iTunes or comments from wherever you're listening, I super appreciate that. That also helps others find me. If you have not signed up for our course with Heather and I, check that out. We have a list of what we're going to cover on this sales page, as well as the payment plans. And we are going to even, we added a third option of the payment plan because we started talking about it. We're like, yeah, let's, let's add a third option. So there's three month and five month payment plan. And then also there's a one-time payment. So go check that out. Again, if you feel like you're being called to take this class and finances are any issue to you, let's get a hold of us. Okay, just get a hold of us. We're just, we want to help people. We really do. And I just want to thank you all who participated in the free training. That was amazing. You were an amazing group of people, and it was so much fun, and there was so much love in that group. I loved the progress and the work that I saw going on there. So thank you for signing up for that. And I just want to remind you that starting next week, the podcast will not be every day. They will be more sporadic because I will be in Europe, but when I come back at the end of July, I will go back to the regular podcast schedule, and then in August, once everything sort of settles down with my new job, I will go back to the Facebook Lives, and I want to thank you for being patient with me with that. I love you all. I hope you have a wonderful day. If you want to work with me, just reach out to me. You know, there will be two weeks in July, the 11th through the 24th, that I'm not available. But when I come back and you want to work with me, absolutely, let's do that. Or if you want to work with me before I leave, just get a hold of me. I would love to work with you. So many ways you can work with me. I want to thank you all so much. I am sending you massive love and light, and I hope you have a beautiful day. Bye-bye.